Thank you for joining us this Saturday and Hope for Today with Pastor Doug. And today our message is entitled, The Creation Story, God, The God Who Created the World. Now you say, Pastor, why do you want to talk about that? You know, we've heard this story, but you've never heard it like this before. Because it's a reminder for us today as Christians that the creation story is important to us today as it was back then. It's important for us today to know the who, the why, and about the Creator God. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for your love and for your mercy. We thank you for your message of hope that's found in Genesis chapter 1. As you created the heavens and the earth, and then you created the animals and the plants and then you would create mankind. You would create you and I, I mean, me and those who listen. You would create us to live in this world. Lord, the world has changed a lot. But there's a lot of beauty in the world. There's a lot of good in the world. All we have to do is look for it. Or just look around the simple things of life that we take for granted. Lord, help us to see the creation story, to see it each and every day when we get up in the morning, the air that we breathe, the sun that shines. Even in the coldest of winter, you gave us the sun to warm us up. And you provided the rains for the crops. These simple things that we take for granted, man did not do them, you did. And Lord, we want to thank you for that. We thank you for this message. We pray that you will give me words and wisdom as we bring forth today's podcast. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, our scripture comes from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 25. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. They just didn't happen. It was not a Big Bang theory. You know, I, I never could understand that. It just didn't happen one day, a burst of energy. But you know, God created the heavens and the earth. It says, now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So God was already putting things into motion. You know, someone said once, in a Bible study recently, it talks about the Trinity here. And when we think about that, we think God the Creator. And we talk about the Spirit of God being there. It says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. Thank goodness we have day. And thank goodness we have night so we can sleep. He said he separated the light and darkness. God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Can you imagine what it was like that first morning? I always think about when I've been in Arizona. Uh, when the sun rises in the morning. 
as it pops up over the mountain ranges from uh, when you look towards Mexico. And you can see it just barely light up the sky. And then before you know it, it's a bright orange. And then if it's cloudy, it's even more beautiful. And then once it comes up over the horizon, it just, day is there. There's just something about a sunrise, or there's something about a sunset. And as God said, that was the first day. So we know day by, by night and day means the first day. And God said, let there be an expanse between the waters to separate waters from waters. Now, if the earth was without form, it was a lot of water. So God was separating. Everything was being put into, put into motion. And God spoke them. It says, God said. We don't know the creation process exactly. Science has always tried to figure it out. They keep saying the world is expanding. And that could be true because God has set things into motion. So it says, God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from above it. And so it was. God called the expanse sky. And so when we look up, we can see sky now, the blue sky. And there was evening and there was morning and it was called the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place and let, let dry ground appear. And so it was. God called the dry ground land and gathered the waters he called seas. And God saw it was good. So God had a plan. God was setting things into motion. He had a plan and a purpose. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, trees on, trees on land and bear, that bear fruit, that they have seed in it, according to its various kinds. We can go back through archaeology and look at different civilizations, and we can see fruits. We can see the seeds in the fruits. I think of recently somewhere, I'm not sure if it was in Egypt or somewhere they found, or Israel, they found dates that date back to the biblical times. And someone got the idea to plant the date to see if the seed was any good. And many of them germinated and many of them have produced dates dating more than 2,000 years or more ago. God set things into motion. Have you ever planted seeds and watched things grow? It's amazing. God set that into motion from the beginning. And even today when you plant seeds, it will grow. We can't make it grow, but we put it in the soil and it will germinate, and it will grow. And God saw that this was good. And then there was evening, and then there was morning. It was the third day, with morning and evening. 
And God said, let there be light in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them serve as signs to mark the seasons and days and years. You know, in America, we have four seasons. We have uh, spring, summer, fall, and winter, or autumn and winter. You know, those seasons, I really like that because in the fall, the leaves will fall off the trees. They'll turn colors and fall off. It's the most beautiful time of the year for me. I like that. That's God's, God's um, canvas, I think. When I used to see it in the mountains of southeastern Kentucky and Tennessee and Virginia, and even in New Jersey and Philadelphia and, or western Pennsylvania, the beautiful tapestry of God's artwork in the leaves changing. I think about that today. You know, God set signs to mark seasons and days and years. He says, and let the lights in the expanse of the sky give light on all the earth. And so God made two great lights. The greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. So we see the greater light is the sun that we have, the sun that helps things grow, the sun that keeps us warm, the sun that is there to make day. When the sun goes down, we see the, the lesser light is the moon, the reflection of the sunlight on the moon. We think about that, we take it for granted, we see it there. And also he put the stars in the sky, these stars that would be there. You know, I often think about that. We hear science say the light we're seeing is how many light years, you know, the stars probably already went out. And I don't understand all of that. But I do understand that God hung the stars in the sky. Everything had a purpose. And God reminds us here that everything was good. God set them apart in the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, to separate light and darkness. God saw that this was good. Each thing that God made was good. It had a purpose. And then there was evening, and then there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly over above all the earth, across the expanse of the sky. And you think of the sky, it looks limitless. We say, the writer tells us in the NIV, they call it the expanse. You know, it's like endless when we think of it. Uh, but think about all the birds in the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea, and every living and moving thing with which the water teems, according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. We think of these things. There's been many, many species of birds that have long gone. They've been extinct for one reason or another. Maybe they've lived their time, and maybe environmental issues like today. There's so much things that that are impacting uh, animals and creatures and birds. 
But we think of what God created from the beginning. You know, everything he created was for a purpose, as you've heard me mention. And everything he made was going to be under the authority of man. He was going to name them. I can imagine what Adam named a lot of things. You know, things that are no longer in existence. Things that are we're finding when we do, when they do archaeology or when things we're finding when they dig up uh, in these various places in the in the United States and they find dinosaurs and things like that. Someone said, "Did God create dinosaurs in the beginning?" But the Bible tells us He created all things. He created things to walk on the earth. He created things to fly. He created things great creatures in the sea, living and moving, whether they're in the water or they're on the land or they're in the air. God created them. He told them, he says, God bless these cre creatures. He said, be fruitful, increase in numbers, fill the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. Things were beginning to expand. He was putting things into motion. We see this progression. God had a sense of order. He had a plan, he had a purpose. And there was evening and then there was morning and this was considered the fifth day. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kind, livestock. Creatures that move along the ground wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made wild animals according to their kind, and the livestock according to their kind, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kind. And God said it was good. Think about that today. Everything that God made was good. When we get into the next chapter, or the latter part of chapter 1, and we get into chapter 2, we see God created man and woman. Humanity, mankind, womankind. God created them, but he created the earth, the heavens, the earth. He created the seas, the animals. All this had a purpose. So the creation story that God created the world is true. Just didn't happen out of, out of a whim. God spoke it into existence. The writer of Genesis had one purpose in mind when he wrote Genesis 1 down. It was for Israel to know about God, to know about his creation, to know about their special place in the natural world. The same is true for you and I. The writer of Genesis speaks to us in 2023 with a purpose. The purpose is for us to know about God the Creator and our special place in the natural world that he created. Genesis chapter 1 is still relevant to you and I today. We are a part of God's creation his creation plan. Nothing is a mistake. It isn't written 
in complex language as I went through it today. It's in simple, everyday terms that an average person could understand. Does it give us everything? No. But it tells us that the waters were separated. There was light and there was darkness. There was night, there was day. It doesn't tell us exactly how that happened, but it does tell us that God spoke things into existence. That's all we need to know. But what it does tell us, if you remember anything I say today from the Word of God, it tells us about who and the why. The who is the Creator God, and the why is He had a purpose, He had a plan. Isn't it amazing that the Creator of the universe is also the same God who wants a relationship with you and I today? He's a God who loves us so much that He sent His only Son, as we'll find out later in the redemption story, much later. But He's a God who loves us. He does not forsake us. Even when Adam and Eve, and I'm jumping ahead here, but even when Adam and Eve disobeyed, God still gave them a chance of redemption. And God gives each and every one of us a chance of redemption. And we'll talk about that in the coming days about the fall of creation. But we have to get the creation of man and then the, the first sin and judgment that was to come. But that's another message down the road. But I want us to be reminded that God is the same as he was yesterday when he created the heavens and the earth and he created you and I. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. When we truly take time to look around, we begin to appreciate and realize what God has given us. We need to truly take time to look around and we'll be really amazed at what God had created and what God is still creating. We need to take time to stop and look around at the beauty of God's creation today. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for reminding us of your creation story in Genesis chapter 1. We thank you that you remind us of who you are. We thank you that you spoke things into existence, that you created the heavens and the earth, and you gave us light for day and darkness at night. But you didn't leave the sky dark completely, because even on a new moon, after a full moon and a new moon comes, there's still stars in the sky. And Lord, we thank you that you provided the animals, you provided vegetation, you provided fruits and vegetables, those things for us. They don't happen by chance. Sure, man can till the ground and can, can nurture animals, but it's you who make them grow. It's you who set things into motion from the beginning of time. 
Lord, we thank you that you gave us the day and the night, the day for doing things and the night for resting. We thank you for all that you've blessed us with. Lord, we think of the spring when the, the newness of life comes. We see the trees come out after a, a, a tough winter. We see the new buds of flowers come out. We see plants change. We see life begin to blossom. It never truly dies. It just went into hibernation. That's all the process that you set into motion. We think of the birds that have eggs and they sit on them and new baby chicks come along. The simplicity of your creation. Everything had a purpose. And Lord, we thank you for humanity. That as I'm speaking today, that you give me the breath in my body to, to breathe. That you give me a mind to think. That you gave me the word of God from the beginning. And that you gave me a will to preach, to teach. So Lord, we want to thank you for Genesis chapter 1. We thank you for the creation story, that we're reminded of who you are, the creator God, the God who wants to be in relationship with his creation. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us. I do apologize. The message is uh, due to technical situations yesterday. It's on Saturday, but it's okay. God allowed the message to be preached today. So we look forward to joining you on Monday. We're going to be talking out of Genesis chapter 2, verses 4 to 24. The creation story, the creation of man, the creation of woman. So we will talk about that on Monday. So you have a great weekend. God bless. Pastor Doug, have a great day.